0: Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host Bo Martonic.
1: All right, welcome back for day number 7 of the East Meets West Hunt Elk Hunt update. So the day by day hunt update. We're sitting here in Colorado once again at uh the base camp here at, in the back of the truck underneath the uh, the nice uh, slumberjack roadhouse tarp here. I'm sitting here with my dad again. Dad, how's it going today? Not too bad. Uh well-rested, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so we had an interesting day. So, finally, we have some good news and some uh, not-so-good news, but we, we can spin it to be good news as as it is. So we did find elk today. Yeah, we found uh, a bunch of elk, uh, some really good sign, and uh, some, uh, a lot of sightings here uh, glassing. Yeah, so as we were saying yesterday, we were going to sit at the truck this morning, kind of drink our coffee and glass the opposing uh, hillside um, across the valley from us, and we wanted just to kind of see what was what was coming out there because it's right around the the bend from where we had been going but we were hiking back in six or seven miles when we were wondering if anything was feeding you know right here next to us so give our legs a little bit of a rest in the morning and kind of just glass up there and check it out and what at first light we saw three elk and it was two cows and a calf right yep yep You, you picked them out uh uh, also, seeing a bunch of mule deer this morning, and we've seen a lot of mule deer. But uh, when we were, so we were glassing up there and and uh, saw the cows come out and, along this one pass. And to give a kind of a description of the the country we're looking at here, it's high country. Um, I think the top of the ridge is right around twelve thousand feet, and we're sitting down at ninety six hundred. I believe that's right. Yeah, yes. ninety six hundred, ninety five hundred somewhere in that range. So. We're able to see that whole basin, and it's it's pretty wide open with some pines and some other different uh, trees within, but a lot of rocks, cliffs, things along those lines. So after we saw the elk kind of go through that pass, um, where they were heading is a north-facing slope of of all dark timber which is where we were at yesterday and found a lot of good sign. So we wanted to take a little bit of a different approach to it and see if we could go straight up over the pass where we were in front of us, which as, um, as you can kind of, you know, allude to there, it's just over 2000 feet of elevation gain to get to that part of the pass in a very short period of time. So because we didn't want to keep climbing that hill, we packed up everything to spend the next three days up over um, into the opposing basin kind of there and headed up over. So, what would you say? The the the, the mountain, I guess, is uh, definitely a lot steeper than it looked from here.
0: Yeah, it's very misleading. Um, we thought it was just going to be a long steady climb but uh it ended up being a long steep
1: climb (laughs) yeah very steep very very steep and then when you got 65 pounds hanging off your back with that we haven't been used to because we've been day hunting it was a lot of weight it was a real lot of weight and that's when you you really figure out how uh how you packed your bag to make sure the weight was distributed right i had to change mine up a little bit i had a little bit top heavy but anyways so to climb up to there We had picked this, what looked like a nice, easy, you know, grassy climb up. And it ended up being really difficult to kind of, to climb through the grass and everything else with that steep terrain. And we got up probably about a thousand feet and, and, uh, well, we were both struggling a little bit, but we were, we were doing fine making it up there. And then I was really struggling with looking down and kind of my fear of heights a little bit that I thought I'd grown out of. But uh, when when you have no trees below you and there's just, you know, over a thousand feet down, it, it kind of freaked me out there a little bit. Yeah, I thought uh, there was some... Some
0: moments there where I thought I was going to have to carry you off the mountain today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it was, it was pretty. No, it was, no, in, in reality, it really was. I kind of just froze up. My body was like, geez. I looked down and, and, you know, one slip, you actually fall here. You're sliding and rolling the rest of the way down. So, yeah, I was, it started getting windy and everything else. So I was a little bit nervous. And, and then we climbed up into some, Trees. There were some pine trees and everything there, and kicked out a bunch of mule deer. And there's this beautiful flat spot there for the tent, and you're like, well, "Why don't we set up here and move from there?" And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know if this is even worth if we're only going up to here and still got to climb into the next pass. I I, I don't know if it's you know really worth it." Yeah, we we would still if we would have set the tent up there, we still would have had another thousand foot
0: climb uh just to get up to where we wanted to be yeah um so yeah it was uh we we went back and forth and decided that it might be best just to come back down off and uh continue to do the long journey up the up the valley
1: uh and then up in that way uh in the future yeah because from where we were at it wasn't just the grassy you know hill climb there from there on out is all cliffs and open country and i I knew i would have had a problem going through there which is something i didn't realize that uh was an issue until today (laughs) yeah and and at a thousand
0: feet from if we would have set tent there we still weren't sure we were able we would find a pass uh to make it to you know up over to the basin we wanted to hunt
1: yeah and the basin that we wanted to hunt, you can't see it from the valley floor. Where most of this area, you can glass from the bottom. These are kind of hidden up behind the dark timber, and uh, and we found a lot of good elk sign yesterday in in that portion of dark timber that was extremely fresh. So, but anyways, so we decided we were gonna kind of work our way around. Um, the part of the the basin there, and come down through some more dark timber, see if there's any fresh sign there, and work our way back down to camp, where we would glass from for the evening, and and see if there was any sort of patterns available there. So, anyways, we started coming down, and we found a decent amount of sign, but it wasn't wasn't real fresh. It was kind of the story of this whole trip is a few days old. Yeah. But um, so we got down to the bottom. I mean, I think we cooked up lunch, maybe, and you pulled up the glass and it was like elk. And right through that pass that we wanted to go through between all the cliffs came out a dozen elk. Yeah, the, yeah. And, and, and as right where you seen the three this morning is kind of why I, I,
0: I looked up there with the glass first and I, couldn't, I just couldn't believe it. It was what, what, 3, 3.30 when we, or no, 2.30 maybe even yeah when we we picked them up initially
1: yeah it was early in the afternoon and and yeah they came out with first we thought they were all cows a a lot of calves mixed in a lot of Um, calves that was that was good to see but uh then then all of a sudden we noticed the one back one was a bull he was bumping cows kind of around just checking them which they they're not ready yet but so, we're still having trouble deciding whether it's a legal bull or not. Some angles he's looking at. I got I got some video through the phone scope, but we're talking, what do you think? You, they are fifteen, sixteen hundred 1,600 yards away? Yeah, that's what we're, we're figuring. They're, they're at least that. Yeah, if not f- further. So, my nine-power uh, mavens, I mean, you can see them beautifully, but to really pick out points, you need something um, more like a spotting scope along those lines. So, we um so I took some video through the phone scope, which turned out pretty cool to see um of all the the cows and and that bull up there, and they were basically there all day we'd we talked about going back up because the funny thing was where they were working over to was right where uh we were sitting earlier how yeah, about a? yeah, we were probably
0: i would i'd venture we were probably within four hundred yards of them, where we decided to turn around based on where they were uh, feeding most of the afternoon there was only a, a, a little basin uh, between us and them I don't even know if I can even call it a basin just a little uh, divot more of a ditch uh, yeah but maybe a hundred yards wide uh, so it wouldn't have been a lot of cover it' been real it' been a real tough stock or, or real tough to get even close to them without I think them picking us out. So in hindsight, it may be a good thing that we weren't up there to where we may have blown them out of there um, but uh we you know gave us a chance to observe them pr- pretty much all through the evening up here until darkness and and right before dark, you picked up another herd
1: coming over the uh right over the top yeah, this herd came over right over twelve thousand feet, and that was another that one had fifteen yeah there was yeah
0: i think it was 15 yeah we had i think it was 28
1: total elk yeah. between the two groups uh at one time above us yeah so we got to watch them and and we think there was a bull in that group i mean they were way up there but you could still you know kind of see them and there might have been a spike bull that was in the mix other than that it was all cows so i mean here in an at any time, you know we should start seeing some more bulls checking, and and hopefully a herd bull or something come through. But, but uh, you know we're just looking for a legal bull at this point, or or even a cow. We we get an opportunity to cow. I know, Dad, you said you'll you'll take one. Yeah, if I get if I get a, a, an opportunity, I'll I'll take a cow. Yeah, I mean, think about it. We've been out here now. This is our seventh day of hunting, and that was the first opportunity to even see them. You know, killing a a cow elk with your bow, um, in you know in the backcountry here in the wilderness areas and stuff. I mean, that's no joke. And plus, you know, the tags don't really make very good meat. I guess. I mean, good meals. I yeah. guess. Yeah, you can season them up, but they're still not going to taste real well.
0: No. And and I think you learned today too that uh, you had
1: purchased a bear tag that uh, you probably should have went with the mule deer tag. Yeah, I know, and I could have draw, drawn this unit this year, and I opted not to, so I didn't have too many tags and try to focus in different areas. But, well, we we probably bumped close to 20 mule deer yeah, up how, in, the, in the timber, up and, in the and high up,
0: country. And how about the two bucks that we glassed there right before dark?
1: Yeah, so, again, right on the ridge where we were going to set camp at. So it could be a good thing. Right where the, we were going to set the tent came two absolute giant mule deer out of there but by the time my phone was dead it was it was on the charger so i was able to turn it back on and get the the camera up they just went down over the hill so i I couldn't uh get pictures of them through the phone scope but these mule deer were not anything too bad an eye at so we had seen we've seen some really good mule deer i mean this this country we're in is definitely more mule deer country than elk but uh the elk are here so that's good we finally found them after seven days and i don't know about you but there's been a few times where i was like i'm i'm ready to be done like this this sucks not being able to find them you do you prepare for it all year and try to figure it out and learn everything you can and everything seems to go the opposite of what uh what you'd hoped yeah no doubt um
0: we'll we'll see what tomorrow brings I, i think what our plan is to uh get up uh before light and uh cook up some breakfast and get some coffee going and then glass up on the hill and see where they might have gone if they're still up there or and then put a plan together to to go up with our day pack instead of our whole setup
1: yeah yeah we hurried up and emptied out all of our camp gear out of the bags and made it light as possible again to to make it a little bit easier and and I, and and I think up. if
0: I think if we go, we're going to go up through the timber. We came down through the timber, and you were fine by the time we got down. As far as uh, I guess your phobia, um, so we'll go up through the timber. Um, you should be fine. You have been fine throughout this whole trip going up through the timber up to those elevations. So,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean we've we've scaled some of those kind of cliff country in the high country at the at the other. Area we were in, I never had any issues. I I guess here it's just so open the whole way down. When you get up there, you can really feel like, all right, this, you know, any wrong move. And plus, when you put a, you know, a 65 pound pack on, because you're carrying a whole bunch of water, because we didn't know if we could find water up there and and all of our camp gear and stuff on, it makes you feel a little bit unstable when you're, you know, scaling the side of the mountain there. I think this is quite a bit
0: steeper than the, the, the Prior
1: area that we were in, um,
0: same elevation, but I think there was more of a gradual slope on them. That
1: maybe, may, be, maybe may the difference. This yeah. this way is more like cliff-like. Yeah, this a is doubt. scaling the side of the hill and you're digging your boot into the, into the, I guess grass or dirt or rocks, whatever it is, to make sure that you don't. Uh, you have to watch every step, I guess, and uh, hopefully again like yeah i think going through the timber i'll be fine i get up there and once i get on you know putting on a stock or whatever it comes to be in the morning i think i'll be fine to be able to do that so after i release an arrow then i can freak out
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah i think uh i think we have the best chance tomorrow as we have this whole trip so i'm really hoping that uh it'll work out we're gonna go up like i said glass here first thing in the morning see if anything comes out even if they don't still head up there because we saw early afternoon they came in and depending on how it looks when we get up there we may even try to intercept them at that pass which i don't know we'll have to talk about it more and see what the wind's doing and everything else so yep for sure but all right well that's it for day seven uh hopefully day eight will be um, which day eight is going to be our last full day of, of you and I hunting together. Right. And uh, then we'll have the morning of the 9th before we got to head back into town and get ready for your flight to go out. Um, so tomorrow's the lucky day. Let's hope so. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow.